Welcome back, Red Spotters, another show here on Red Spotlight Entertainment. I'm your host today, Alexis J. Soto, and I'm joined by Kyle, Alexis, and Peter. And we're back with our third of four installments with the movies that made a lasting impression on us series. We don't really have one for titles here. Uh, last we- last time we had Alexis Moreno's list of films, and before that we had Peter Martinez. And today, on episode 238, we're gathered for Kyle Lira's Hour to Shine with his movies. I'm told, however, he is going to have a uh, different number of movies uh, than uh, the previous uh, panelists had, so... Um, warning, this may go on for a while. We'll see how that is. Um, Kyle, Kyle, you wanna... How, what's the number? Hold on. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 10, 11, 12, See, this is why I said we had to keep a, a number tops, because, god damn it, I knew you'd do this, you dumb bitch. Uh, okay, fine. Go, go, go. go. <laughs> um, we won't linger on some for too long, um, because they've already appeared elsewhere in the on the podcast um, series that we've done so far. So, yeah. So here we go. One, two, and we have coming up right here is Parts of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. The next one is. Star Wars 1977 classic. I don't know if you guys heard about it. Uh, Never. The next one is Spider-Man 2002. The next one is the Adams Family, and by extent values because they both like were neck on neck. No, it's one. No, it's one movie. You bitch. Okay, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The- Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Grease <sighs> is the next one. The next one is Doc... The Candy? The, the Candy? There's a candy called Grease? Oh, I thought you said Reese. No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Grease. Grease in the movie. Okay. Dr. Seuss, wait, no, nay, belay that. Ron Howard's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The next one is Titanic, Spy Kids, Inspector Gadget, Hook, Raiders of the Lost Ark, James and the Giant Peach, Toy Story, Lion King, and last but certainly not least, Casino Royale. (laughs) You need to repeat... um... Go back to ins- uh, Spy Kids and Inspector Gadget. J- uh, what were the other Inspector ones? Inspector <laughs> Yeah, well, what's after that? I'm trying to write this shit down, and you're going at it like too fast. Not even the Supreme Court goes this fast. Spy Bitch, Kid, come on, like, dude. I'm not C-SPAN. <laughs> okay, because there's a lot of uh, movies. Okay, so there's Titanic, Spy Kids, Inspector Gadget, Hook, Raiders of the Lost Ark, James and the Giant Peach. Toy Story, Lion King, and Casino Royale. Are are we good? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Where do we begin first? Um. I, I, okay. So this is a list of films that left a lasting impression on you. Not 
favorite movies. No. Right? This is movies that left an impact on me growing up. Okay. Just to clarify for those listening, because if they've been listening to you for a long time, they know these movies aren't really a shock, are they? No. Uh, I mean, because, like, I mean, impact and, like, how you know favorite movies i mean they developed into favorite movies over time but like it had to have that right. impact first in order for it to be a favorite so there there we have it um where do you guys want to start first with this do you guys cuz i don't know where to begin <laughs> well why don't we okay kind of skim over the ones that have already been mentioned. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Okay, yeah. And, so and, Casino and, Royale, and we don't need to talk about Star Wars, because... <laughs> we don't need to talk about Pirates. Um, we don't. We definitely don't have to talk about Hook. Oh my god. Um, okay, what else? Um, well, okay. So Grease, um, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot as a kid. I had the VHS tape and everything like that, and that tape has been worn to tissue the same as you have moreno and this is what i forgot to mention last time my tape before it like completely messed up it turned black and white oh wow <laughs> did you people not take care of your shit as children <laughs> we, what is wrong with you we just watched the shit out of it yeah none of my i watched the shit out of a lot of movies and none of my vhs's ended up broken. um and what also to be fair mine people? fell like during the earthquake it like mm. it was in the vhs and then it fell and that was like my only source of like it, being able to watch movies at the time so yeah <laughs> um yeah grease and Adam's family came into my life at the same time because at the time at McDonald's you could buy VHS tapes. <laughs> if you if you remember a time, and I remember uh, my mom, she got me those two, those two movies, and I was like, okay, and I watched the the those two just like endlessly, and it like it, it kept me endlessly entertained. Grease got me into musicals. I I, I love the whole uh, story about. It. It's a. Uh, it has several bops. If you want more into that conversation, you could go back and listen to Alexis Moreno's podcast episode when we talked about Greece. So, yeah. Um, Spider Man 2002 was my first superhero film, and I loved comic book films and superhero films ever since. And I and I loved them. Uh, Sam Raimi amazing uh director I, I i just loved it uh, the the quotes are endless me and peter riff on it a lot and you know uh yeah spider-man 2002 um another uh we we've gone into hook a couple of times i i loved hook growing up and it it honestly like it it was my peek into the window that it was the story of Peter Pan and after that I dove into like the Disney movie and everything like that after that and I I I read 
several versions of the story itself um because there's like six different versions of the of the original story there's like peter and wendy the the condensed oxford version there's the there's the um the 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 actual novel itself i mean there's just different versions and i've read all of them (laughs) um and it's just like why are you obsessed with that boy in type i have no idea (laughs) um it like honestly i was the thing that got me attached to it was not robin williams performance but i loved fucking dustin hoffman in the movie like he that makes a lot of sense he is brilliant like like if i were to like if i were to ever like point out like my favorite movie characters in general dustin hoffman's hook is like up there in the top five he he just like he he's brilliant and he's like this this over eccentric thing but also really dark as well like constantly suicidal <laughs> um and it's just like it, he he's funny and his dynamic with bob hoskins is really really hilarious and i always always i was always captured by that performance as a as a as a kid even now i okay let's 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 slow down okay slow down why that's that's a good place to ask so oh with these movies and one you just mentioned, right? Uh-huh. Um, okay, tell us why exactly um, those kind of performances are so big on you. What about like the, the kind of performances, like say, like Jim Carrey's performance, for example? Uh-huh. Those larger than life performances. What about those? Um, from what you can recall, let's say from your childhood, um, what what about them really drew you to that? Uh, I think like a personal connection, really, because <laughs> I I was I was like uh, to put it in Lazman's terms, a show off growing up. I I no yes, believe it or not. Uh, I don't believe it. Um, there were uh, this kind of ADHD manic kind of thing that I that I drew myself to to these like f- overly flamboyant performances. I I I enjoyed immensely. It I I it's part of the reason why my favorite character in The Lion King is not Simba, Mufasa, or anything like that. It's Scar. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, and it's just like one of th- you really love queer coded characters. Uh, and I just I I I loved like that kind of a uh, uh, performance, and even like Pirates of the Caribbean, like Jack Sparrow's performance, Johnny Depp's performance as Jack Sparrow was just like huge because he was like larger than life, and like he stood out. He chewed that scenery, and they chewed the scenery well, you know. And I and I liked that, and that was like that was always like my 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 attention grabber. That's just like somebody who choose out the scenery uh, i don't know i don't know what else to describe it as just a, other than like it's like a moth to flame situation just like see what the eccentricities of these characters uh uh bring to the whole thing and i and i really enjoyed that 
and it and it reflected my personality growing up as well. So, yeah. Um, where else? Where else? Oh, well, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can. I'd like to add <laughs> a little bit to that because um, they, <laughs> I feel, and don't take this as a pejorative. It really isn't. It's just who you are. And that's your personality. And a lot of us um, <laughs> can love, sometimes hate this about you. It's It's just a quirk that you have. But it it is a reality that with the films that really leave a big impression on you, particularly some performances of what of the variety that I was referring to, um, you have uh, this tendency to reenact certain scenes of these characters. A la um, Benoit Blanc and the fucking donut hole that we're all sick and tired of listening to. Um, that's what I really mean is that you really have this, and I have to say, quite unique um, <laughs> as far as I've been exposed to, um, a thing that you like to really inhabit those kind of characters. I mean, one of the movies that you have on here that we all know... In fact, I think most people that know you, Kyle, automatically just associate you with fucking Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow, and Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and I think in no small, in, in no small, you know, part because that's the impression that you would do in just normal, casual conversation, <laughs> and people would remember you for that. And in a state, you, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they they'll never forget you, Kyle. So that's what I mean. I mean, I've always said that you know my first memory of you was was uh, I think you were um, I think you did dress as Jack Sparrow Captain. for Halloween, yeah. Cap <laughs> <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. One of those years back in elementary school, sixth grade. And the funny, th I, yeah. The funny thing is, like, we're friends now, and and I think like you and I became friends in high school. Moreno came a little after that, but it's funny how we all remember that, and we didn't really like <laughs> know each other. <laughs> we just then. knew you as Jack Sparrow guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, good impression though. I mean, people were really impressed by it. Like, wow, this guy is really committing, and the costume was great. Um, yeah, you really had that all to you no one else was doing anything like that um so that's kind of what i was getting at is that you just did those things and the fact that you did them in public in front of everyone is i think what um kind of made people respect you in that way like that's you know not easy to do especially since you know elementary school is no stranger to ridicule and teasing and of course we have our, our peter right here who does that to us on a daily <laughs> basis so i mean to remind us of what it felt like so hi um yeah I, I guess my question is like when you would do that did that ever like occur to you or did you just not care i just didn't give a shit like i if i'm not in a certain kind of like temperament or mood or anything like that like i have a hard time 
naturally coming out of my shell. Like I, I have a hard time. Like I have to put on a face in order to like function in society. Uh, and because believe it or not, even though that it's like eccentric and everything like that, with all these characters that, you know, that I've, that I've enamored, not enamored, dawned on upon the years, you know, and growing up, like that was kind of my defense mechanism. Um, and I would, I would talk to people as Captain Jack, you know, and, and that was like my, my way into like interacting with people. Cause I had no idea. I had no friends growing up. All these, all these, all the characters from these fucking movies, they were my friends. Um, and it's like an alien not knowing anything about human interaction. Kind of. So they learn it from movies. Yeah. And I, and I, and I learned how to like, I, I love the, the over, undeserved confidence that jack that captain jack has you know and that was like what it kind of drew me to him like the overconfidence that he has and like what he does and everything like that and i i i i in a, in a way i kind of wanted to be like that um and, and just like the and we could tell and just like the not give a shit kind of attitude mm-hmm. like um, like Hook when he when he yells out at Smee for not putting out the the freaking welcome mat, just like those kind of eccentricities of him just being himself and not giving a shit. Like I I like that and I respect that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so like characters that have qualities that you strive to have yourself are, are the ones that really stick with you kind of right? and that's why i put on these characters and it and it and it lent itself to me not giving a shit and like knowing like the way it, like, becoming the captain jack guy <laughs> as moreno puts it um well since we're on that movie i think all of us have stories when it comes to that because you know in talking about the significance of the curse of the black pearl you know Back in a time when Disney made good live action movies, you know, <laughs> not like Artemis Fowl. Um, what? That, you know, re- recently just came out and was a disaster. But um, just in general, I would consider that to be like a culture shock. Not a cult, maybe maybe like a cultural event. Because that movie was genuinely, yes, a phenomenon. Genuinely a surprise. A genuine surprise. Peter, take take this one with The Crush of the Black Pearl. Um, it's got pirates and treasure and, you know, spaceships. No, wait. Waterships? Spaceships? What movie were you watching? Waterships. I got the wrong matter wrong. Space pirates. It's a good movie. Actually, this is a film I probably could have included online. Um, I remember watching it as a kid, like in the theaters, mm-hmm. and like just thinking, like I didn't know how to explain it because at that time every movie to me was a good movie, right? Yeah. But with this movie, like I remember thinking, like, oh, not a second of that 
was boring. Yeah. Basically just thinking like, oh, it was good throughout. And then I remember driving home. It was like a full moon. (laughs) Because of the fucking pirates and shit. I I remember. Oh, my God. I know. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I remember also like going to go watch it and stuff. And my dad, uh, my dad is actually super picky when it comes to movies. Like, and it's, it's, it's really rare that he likes a movie. But with this one, like, for example, his favorite movie is like Term- Terminator 2. And then, uh, when Transformers came out, the first one, we went to go watch that movie like seven times because of him. <laughs> really? He, he hates going to the movie theaters. And we went to go watch it seven times. <laughs> um, but when this movie came out, he was he really liked it. And it was the first time that I saw him actually like be excited for a movie. Um, and it's funny because he's like not a big like Disney fan and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe part of it was um, that uh, Pirates is my my was my grandma's favorite ride, um, so I think that kind of maybe he made a connection to that. I'm not sure. Um, maybe sub like, maybe subconsciously maybe maybe. Um, but yeah, he was so excited. He like as soon as it came out, he went out and bought it, and like he he bought surround sound to like oh no that was for transformers but for, for this one too like he like bought like some type of speaker to like play the music and stuff uh, it was funny it, it it was it's truly like one of those groundbreaking things like honestly like the impact that pirates of the caribbean had like upon its arrival is the same that you could say about like when star wars came out because it it truly false, false. um there was no spaceships uh, i'm talking about cultural impact uh the don't agree with that i mean i know like you're like oh pirates and stuff but like to me after the first one i am like not the biggest fan of the rest of them tell them alexis tell them off sorry okay but like so i mean i don't agree with that in that sense okay when the first one hit and the way it ran because of the way it hit uh Uh that kind of impact um there are similarities they're both Star Wars and the Curse of the Black Pearl came out of nowhere in that sense. There were huge surprises in terms of how good they ended up being. And I think what Kyle was saying is that to him, I think he considers it as big of a thing as Star Wars, especially at that time. Well, it kept live action Disney going for a decade. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And only a decade. But also like how... (laughs) original it was too like they it's kind of like yeah you could say that it's a kind of a return to form with the swashbuckling swashbuckling you know pirate films of the time you know but i i think that you know it was wholly original in what it what it did and what it was what it was trying to do and uh, i was completely like i remember seeing the trailer to what movie? I have no idea, but I remember seeing the trailer, just hearing the yo the eerie version of the theme park uh, theme, and it, I was like, what the hell is this? There's pirate skeletons and all that stuff, and 
some weird quirky guy i'm in i'm into this shit let's do it and i i saw it with my dad and like i was like holy shit like this was ginormous i i loved the movie ever since and i and i couldn't and johnny depp's performance i was just like that blew me away just like the way that he academy award nominated performance yes johnny depp and ridiculous honestly one of the greatest characters in cinema (laughs) (laughs) you excited for the remake (laughs) yeah it's directed Um, by uh the artemis fowl people (laughs) yay yeah artemis fowl Uh, um but yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of Black Pearl. And I, rem- I do remember, I do have a vague memory of coming home and there was a full moon. It, it, it's kind of... <laughs> what the fuck? It was a full moon, like, that summer or what? <laughs> it was, it was, maybe we saw it on the same day. Maybe, maybe. Where'd you see it at? Did you see it at the Imperial or did you see it at the, at the Calexico 10? Um, I legitimately don't remember. Because I remember seeing it at the Calexico 10. I don't know. I think I saw it at Imperial. Uh, okay. It was good. It, it's a really good movie. And also the, the music, it stuck with me. You know, it's it, it's just brilliant. Klaus Badelt's composition of the music is just beautiful and uh, awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, What else? What else do you guys want to so, talk about? I think this one would be a nice a segue because I think we're going a little bit backward here with Harry Potter. You're a big, big Potterhead. Um, <laughs> we just talked about J.K. Rowling last night, so uh, this would be Which eccentric character attracted you to this one? Uh, there was no eccentric character in this movie that I, I was drawn. Not, not even uh, Voldemort? Not even Voldemort or anything like that. Harry, Harry Potter. I just love the world. Snape. I I love the world in this. I love the the mystery, the 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 sorcery, <laughs> and I and I love the atmosphere that this world brought in with the you know I I remember the swelling just like seeing, like one of my you know distant memories is in the drive-in. This is where I was like the this this the drive-in will take place in the conversation in this podcast. Um, I remember sitting in the back of my my stepdad's pickup truck with my mom and eating a supreme pizza watching this movie unfold before me and I was like I I I saw like vague pictures of the cover I've never read a Harry Potter until after this movie um and I just love the world. You know, this is the first time I was like, oh, the world building and everything like that. And I got a sense of what that was. And just like this world was like, it, it felt, lack of a better term, magical. And I and I loved seeing that. I, 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 I sympathized with, with Harry and his situation. Um, I liked the antics with him and Ron and everything like that. I, you know, Wingardium Leviosa. I loved everything like that. I, I loved it. It's the perfect. Ki- I, honestly, I think it's like the perfect kids movie, to be honest. And it, and it's like it's dark at times. It's, it's, um, it's funny at some, you know, 
you know points for kids and honestly i think that this is like kind of one of the ultimate kids fantasies i think it helped because you were the right age how old were you when you saw this this was 2001 probably six six you were six yeah i was six and i i was it captured my imagination (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think that's that's the perfect age to see especially the first harry potter movie um and then that of course started off you know the the harry potter phenomenon and it and it's kind of weird because like in a way we kind of grew up with these with the with the actors you know and i and i think that's a true special thing about like why the harry potter franchise you know like i remember when we we're talking about like the top uh 10 of the decade with uh with you guys and moreno brought up harry potter and like we grew up in the same time that these actors themselves they were growing up so i i it, it was, it's kind of more personal to us in a way um and it, it like it made it that more heartbreaking to see the final movie i think you know seeing you know and saying goodbye to them well the important question is what house are you Oh, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> oh, fuck off, you goddamn millennial. <laughs> the fact that you had an answer in two seconds disgusts me. Duh. Do you know what you are? No. I'm an adult. I That's can, what I am. I can guess. <laughs> what, what do you think uh, Peter is in, Moreno? Um, I think he's a Ravenclaw. Okay, why a Ravenclaw? Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I don't know. I I kind of like figure like with you. Like I thought you were a Hufflepuff, but I think I said like a mix of a Hufflepuff and a Slytherin. Yeah, I I I, I did the whole the Pottermore thing like <laughs> fifty times, and and every oh yeah, and every freaking time it was a freaking Slytherin. So Alexis, I think he's a Gryffindor. He's one hundred percent Hufflepuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I I I still Stone. remember. Uh, <laughs> why don't you say that again? While you adjust your glasses, Philosopher's <laughs> Stone. Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Philosopher's Stone. Uh, I I love it, and I love the series as a whole. Like, yeah, there's its ups ups and downs and all that stuff, and developing into a potterhead uh reading the books and everything like that uh uh it is a good summary um but like overall like the series it's still Um, still pretty dang good i will say the worst thing about harry potter is its fans because they're fucking annoying um (laughs) but they're like a notch under disney fans um (laughs) but uh, I always loved Harry Potter um, as a kid. You know, let me adjust my glasses while I say this. <laughs> I read the books first before seeing any of the movies. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, and yeah, I always loved it as a kid. Yeah. Well, to be fair, okay. wait, let, we can't let that pass though. It's not as if like Kyle, Kyle read, especially I think, remind us here. Uh, when did you begin reading the books? After the movie? After the movie. Like, right at... Okay, and how many books... Yeah, how many books were out uh, at that point? Four. 
or at the time. Okay. So for all the subsequent films, you would have already read the book before the movie came out? Yeah. Yeah, up until that point. And Alexis, what about you? Oh, no, I could not be bothered to read during school at all. So I guess so I'm I the only that. real fan. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Continue. Yeah. No, just Harry Potter's, it's, I really like it. I, and I agree with Kyle. The world is really cool. That's why um, last time I went to Universal Studios, I finally went to the Harry Potter place. And it was really, really cool. Like, oh, fuck. Um, excuse me. It's called the Wizarding World Harry of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> I tried the butter beer. It tasted like shit. Um, but yeah. Wait well, till okay. you taste the blue milk. Similarly, I think butter beer no. is like hot and warm, and I think I. Sorry, not hot and warm. Cold and and warm. Ew. Like there's two different versions, and I think I drank the cold one. Um, I didn't like it, and I wanted to taste the warm one because in the books they always described it as like warm. Um, so I wanted to taste that version, but I don't think I didn't taste that one. So you're saying you weren't a big enough fan to know which was the real uh, <laughs> butterbeer and which was the fake one? What I'm one? trying to um, <laughs> impart into you guys is that I hate Harry Potter fans; they're very annoying. But I am a bigger Harry Potter fan than all of you by mile. <laughs> I think it's in in my experience pretent- I huh? find Harry Potter fans the pretentiousness right? is suffocating. I love it. <laughs> I find Harry Potter fans infinitely oh my God. preferable yeah. to I mean, Star, Star Wars fans, Disney Star Wars fans, fans, Marvel fans, all of, of them. Um like Disney and <laughs> and the opposite where in Harry Potter well, yeah. it's the creator who's like, the hateful with, one. With Disney and Star Wars they're really fucking annoying, but I they're not hateful. Whereas with like the it seems like the bigger the Star Wars fan, the more they fucking hate Star Wars. And it's 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 really weird. It it's yeah, that's a whole other thing. It's really fucking weird. Speaking of Star Wars. Uh oh. I I've told the story Cliff Notes version, go. Times. I saw <laughs> I I I saw it at a Hollywood video, the the VHS tape, the original 1977 uh, uh, cut. <laughs> Alexis can't be bothered to even listen this time. She's so done with the story. Uh, oh, I God. I saw it at a Hollywood video. I popped it in. I loved it. <laughs> and long story short, I love Star Wars ever now, since. And film. This is it's the definitive movie for Kyle because mm-hmm. this is the movie he always says is well, what made on, him really. Alexis. Hold get on, interested in movies we never in general and the process of movie Let's making. Let's really soak it in. Let's really soak it in. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's break down the entirety yeah. of the franchise, starting with this film, film by okay. film, <clears throat> script by script. Okay. Maybe we can get into some of the cartoons, behind the scenes features, documentaries. Um, yeah, let's go. Um, not only the endless debates and all that stuff and, and think pieces of the movies and all that stuff. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should like turn, we, I mean, we should do multiple, you know, podcasts just dedicated to Star Wars, like a oh, part one, part yeah, two, never part three. That. I know? don't think so. Either. I don't think we've ever done that before. 
um but star wars all right long story short i i loved it it got me into film if you if you want to hear that the rest of the story you could pick a random just throw a freaking literally click any star wars episode we've done random episode (laughs) click any episode (laughs) podcast put all the episode titles on a fucking dartboard throw the fucking dart (laughs) land on it you'll get this full story um yeah Star Wars. That's my shit. Um, what else do you guys want to uh, uh, I forgot. I, what were the what other ones? Um, We've got James one. and the Giant Peach. Yeah. James and the Giant. Want to go there? Okay. Okay. Um, much like how Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, I love the fucking world. It's fucking like, while you guys grew up with oh, Nightmare who's Before the Christmas hipster now? And all that stuff. <laughs> I could have sworn Peter was saying that he considered putting yeah I did. Uh, this movie. That's on why his I need to come well. out and preemptively okay. destroy his his um, <laughs> snotty hipster narrative with my snotty hipster, hipster narrative. narrative. So yeah, go ahead. Um, James of the Giant Peach was my Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I love like Nightmare Before Christmas didn't come to me until I was in my teens. So I can't necessarily put that on this list. Um, it did impact me in my teens, but it, it, we're t- we're talking about the childhood. This movie impacted me. I loved, I I love this movie a lot. I love uh, the the ants. They're they're fucking this is, terrifying. This is one of those movies where it's <laughs> um, just it's so like uh so much a fairy tale. Like it's just fucking weird. And unapologetically so. There's yeah. just a fucking rhino, my dude. It's a sky rhino. And it comes down and it gobbles yeah. your family. Uh, and that's... Yeah. A robot shark in the water? What is that? It's just like weird. The floating freaking uh, peach in the sky and all that stuff. There's underwater arctic pirates and that you have to fight at some point. I mean, it's just like so many things that are freaking unbelievable that i i was like encaptured by what was going on i loved all the ex- i mean there's not one eccentric character to point point they're out all, a bunch because they're all they're eccentric. All hamming it up. Um, uh, who did the music kyle <laughs> randy newton probably has his most randy newton fucking song in this movie with with James's song where he's like, "Hi, my name is James. My name James is, is my James. name." Like, <laughs> name. <laughs> it's such a like his deadline was song. midnight and it was like eleven fifty, and he's just like, "Fuck, <laughs> mine." <laughs> what's the what's the name of the song? My name is James. <laughs> there's one point in the song where he says james, the word just yeah james, james like 10 james. times yeah. <laughs> i don't know if that was like his coke period um, or like i don't know what's going on there but <laughs> he's always on his coke period <laughs> did you see the recent oscars <laughs> again let um i, I but the re- i i love the rest of the music though like I, I love family. I love um uh where I gotta go. I I love eating the peach. The eating the peach is such a freaking bop. I love it. I, I, I just like love all the 
all the songs. Oh, good news. The the song that he plays in the credits, I really love. Um, like the imagery is still ingrained in my head. I remember like one of my, you know, distant memories of, of watching movies is just seeing the claymation characters from this movie. Uh, and it's like fantastic. The rhino at the ending is kind of scary and everything like that. And I was like, Oh shit. You know, like I, there's darkness, but also there's like hope, you know, with the, with the character James and all that stuff. And I, and I loved it and I like it. Like, I like it, like it a lot. Oh, speaking of shark, um, um, uh, Richard Dreyfus does the voice of uh, of uh, of Mr. Centipede, and he would become. If you don't know, everyone, he was uh, the skipper. No, the researcher. The researcher on jocks. So, oh, tie-ins here and there. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so James and the Giant Peach, I absolutely, I it, it, it's a peach of a movie, haha. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the next one you guys want to? What, what other ones after this? Okay, so there we talk. Okay, we did Pirates, Star Wars, oh, yeah. Spider Man. We've we've talked about it uh, before. Um, the Adams Family. Uh, Harry, okay, we talked about Harry Potter, Grease, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch, we, we talked about Grease already, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Titanic, Spy Kids, okay, let's take on Inspector ti- Gadget. Let's take, let, wait, was, hold on, let's take on Titanic, because, um, <laughs> I mean, that, I was not allowed to watch Titanic. I mean, that's what the You know which one did. I wasn't allowed to watch? Uh, the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> but you were allowed to watch the hot chick. The one with... Yeah. But that was, like, mm. later. But, like, when I was, like, little, little, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch those. My 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 dad threw it on. He didn't so, watch it. So... <laughs> um, okay. Uh, <sighs> Titanic, go. <laughs> How did you sit through Damn. that? I feel like <laughs> no, no, no. Like I feel like when we're little, we just don't have like that much of a like attention span. attention span to watch that long of a movie. Um, I, I it was a pretty boat. <laughs> I feel like inside no- Kyle. Kyle is the cocoon. He is the shell, so to speak, and inside. Is just a blossoming uh, teenage girl from the nineties that I think informs <laughs> a lot of his taste. And yes, maybe it, it's 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 a beautiful maybe it's a beautiful I don't know metamorphosis so to speak. Um, I the reason why. I put this on impact is because when they got into like the action bits at the end and all that stuff, I was like, <laughs> okay. And all right, people are dying. The, right. the injustice. All right. All right. Let's go. <laughs> um, but the injustice of Jack dying, I remember being distraught, <laughs> like rogue oh one level God. distraught. I was like, no. <laughs> And that's the first time I I legit cried Titanic. to a movie. Um <laughs> Titanic, yeah. Um 
is because I was like, I, I was, I was down, you know, Rose, she, 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 she hated. Don't tell me you're blaming Rose, I, you bitch. I, no, I, I saw, no, I'm, I'm pinpointing, I mm-hmm. came to a conclusion right now, an epiphany in my head. I, this is, this is going to sound so shitty to another character that I that I root that I root against <laughs> Rose she's uncomfortable in the position that she's in and she finds new life elsewhere <laughs> Sound familiar <laughs> to you guys um I, I when she finds Jack she finds this whole new meaning in life and I think that that's a that's a beautiful thing until that new meaning of life was you know slipped under her her feet unfortunately at the end and it's just like it's just like that drove me nuts that drove me nuts i was like this is injustice she she found something she she found a meaning she found a purpose in life you know and you know to have a life and i think that was that that's a beautiful 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 thing and i cried like a baby after watching the movie for the first time um and also i was like you know i'm liking this song who's it by celine dion oh i like celine dion <laughs> oh, god <laughs> so <laughs> so i i i i love this movie i i still love it today i i it's like honestly titanic over avatar if we're comparing like, i mean different most james cameron properties that are like big um titanic genuinely good film you know it's been 84 years i i you know i i i love every ounce of it uh still to this day i i love it um there was one time it was like three years ago i was completely like i i I had an anxiety hangover uh just from like not sleeping for like two days of just like because of my pure anxiety um that i threw on titanic just to have like a little bit of like comfort nostalgia and i completely forgot the ship sank i okay (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) you okay i (laughs) i can't explain it either i was like oh shit this i i forgot that this happened (laughs) at least you're not one of the people that like like has no idea that it's based off an actual historical event Oh, by the way, after this movie, I was in a complete like Titanic kick, and I researched the living shit about it. Um, I, you know, I know the history of it. I know who first founded the Titanic after uh, upon its exploration, Mister Robert Ballard. I know all that good shit. I know the contents that are still on the ship that are probably a uh, really you can't valuable. just like things. Can you? Um, I. <laughs> no, I can't just like things. I, I, I really I, I oh my god. See, this is what I'm talking honest. about. <laughs> yeah, but I probably just like forgot everything. The I I love I, I love the story of Titanic so much that I sat down and watched because online you could watch 
um a a cg uh a replica of in real time with like subtitles the titanic how sinking long in real did time it take to sink oh it's like two so hours you sat there for minutes. two hours and 15 minutes and watched yeah reading the captions and all that stuff and watching the titanic so sink. you watch people die for two virtual hours. <laughs> virtual <laughs> um yeah so I, I i love the titanic i love the story i love like the historical bits about it and everything like that's the first movie that made me cry um so okay um titanic real quick um uh, grinch i mean that's obvious right yeah i <laughs> Denial is an expression in the face of pure evil. Um, I, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous. I I love this film. It is my favorite Christmas movie. Um, I I just love every ounce of it. It's it's beautiful. Um, what else do you want to talk about? There's Inspector Gadget, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Toy Story, Lion King, Casino Royale. And the Adam's uh, family. Let's do Adam's family. The rest are so obvious. <laughs> uh, Adam's family. Well, I mean, I think we both agree in our love of the Adam's family. Uh, we did audio commentaries on them for both films. Yeah, yeah both one and two for ha- for Halloween. I forgot what year was it. Was sixteen? I, I remember, think. But Halloween. I remember we watched them. Yeah, Alexis wasn't invited because we didn't like him. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but the Addison like it's like they're perfect comedies. Honestly, like both one and two, I grew up with them synonymously, and I I loved them. I watched one more than really. Um, but that's just because I had that's just because I had no access to values. A lot of people like values, values more than um on tape. original. Oh, I love. I love oh, values yeah. over the first one. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is great, but like I think like the second one is better a little bit in terms of, like its comedic chops that it has. There's like more more jokes being thrown at you. Um, Nathan Lane's cameo always gets me. <laughs> Who are you? What are you? Who moved the rock? <laughs> um, I this movie is just these movies uh, are are comedic brilliance i think they're underrated as comedies like i think people overlook these because like i i laugh at all There's... the jokes that they throw yeah go ahead. you know when he's like when he's when they're like oh oh uh uncle knickknacks uh summer wardrobe uncle knickknacks uh-huh. winter wardrobe uncle knickknack <laughs> when they're going through the bags um i like the jokes are hilarious they're dark macabre and one I of my favorite lines of it. is when they're at the uh, summer camp and they're they're test they're they're gonna do um like lifeguard or like saving people in the water <laughs> and then the other was the other girl uh-huh. the blonde haired girl's like i'll be the victim and then she's like all your life <laughs> all your life <laughs> and it's just <laughs> I I actually don't I don't um I don't think I've ever watched these movies in really? English. I think I just watched them in Spanish. Really? You Mexican? Yeah, Cuz uh my it was 
<laughs> my cousin, um, she would play this all the time, but like she lives in TJ, and so she would watch it in Spanish. But yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it in mm. English. I wonder if that I changes much. Mm-hmm. Like the inflection like, of the maybe. jokes. Sometimes I find that movies in Spanish are sometimes funnier. Like, <laughs> really? Shrek in Spanish is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like so what funny. makes it funnier? Like specific voice actors or? Oh yeah, Do- Do- Donkey is so funny. Um, well, Donkey is played by like a mm-hmm. really famous like Eddie Murphy comedian. Um, so. Um, <laughs> I assume he did the Spanish uh, himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, they. I mean, I know that they showed a. They were talking about it on Twitter, like a, I don't know, like a few months ago. Uh, the scene with the gingerbread mm-hmm. man. They put it in Spanish. Oh yeah, I um, saw a clip of that on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Shrek in Spanish is superior." Like that's funny, <laughs> and like. I I could see why somebody would make that argument because like I I I didn't understand what was going on. I mean I know the dialogue already, but like I didn't understand like the the context within the dialogue that is that it was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the inflection is so hilarious, like the way it's mm-hmm. pronounced and everything like that. I it, 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 I could see why people would make that argument. SpongeBob, I caught an episode in Spanish and it's funny. Oh yeah. I, I used I don't to know, watch SpongeBob I, I remember seeing some too. meme somewhere where they're like SpongeBob in German is fucking weird. And and it's like SpongeBob <laughs> like you know do it but like <laughs> like really strong like German mad SpongeBob. <laughs> I was like I don't know that's funny. And just like how chipper yeah, yeah. Happy SpongeBob <laughs> is and just like with the like, angry German. <laughs> um but yeah, the Adams family, like there's so many to like, you know, isn't acquitted. he a killer? <laughs> acquitted. And in that same scene in the back, you see him trying to hang himself. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah. And also like jokes that I never got as a kid that I watch now. It, it's hilarious. Like, that's yeah, what they're all happy. It's all about. <laughs> I remember. I remember. They're all happy about being privileged. And asking my sister what privileged means. Because uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> to be fair, she actually did explain it correctly. <laughs> um, but there's there is uh, just the humor is just so good. There's so like when she's when the baby turned to normal and she's reading him Cat in the Hat, and, and then she just skips to the end and then she <laughs> like, flips oh, to the ending. He lives. <laughs> oh, he lives. <laughs> <laughs> and completely down on it. <laughs> um, it's surprising how much it's held up, held up over the years. You know what I mean? Like it, it, like, it's still funny. Um, there may be a thing or two that are that's dated, but overall, it's just like just them being the Adams family, and I, 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 I love it for that, and. Um, it's unfortunate that we never got a third one. I think a third one would have would have made a nice comedic. Well, you trilogy. did. No, last year. <laughs> no, that that's a reboot. That's not an official. That's not a continuation from the story. Um, 
I thought you were going to reference the the Adams Family reunion where Daryl Hannah played uh, Morticia yeah. and Tim Tim Curry played uh, uh, Gomez Adams. Uh, I I have that one on VHS too, but I completely forgot about it. Like I remember watching it, but like I have to rewatch it because none of it has st- stayed in my brain. I remember th- they're like at a pool or some shit like that. Yeah. They're oh in suburbia. God. Get it? Um, it? It wasn't good. I, I rewatched it because I remember watching it on ABC Family. And then I rewatched it on uh, about two years ago. And it didn't hold up. It's not good. I wish that I wish that they continued on. But I, I guess you couldn't without Raul Julia. Was he dead at that point? Yeah, because he died like six months after... Uh, the second movie, uh, really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Because like halfway, yeah, halfway through production of uh, Adam's Family Values, he was getting really sick. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, but then I again we were discussing the in the audio commentaries. You talked about like a like your idea of how they could have done a third one. Um, it's a little too late for it to happen, but I think that you could have had like you could have had fester been like the the patriarch of the family after that and like uh the, you could have had like wednesday she's coming of age and and all that stuff and getting ready to be married and all that shit and i like honestly i think that would have been a nice little little uh uh, uh the third the third adaption of the of the series and um but yeah but as as one and two like those movies kick ass i i love it even i love the the music that came out with the movie um mc hammer's uh adam's family um and whoop whoop the The adam's Adam's family Family. there it is yeah (laughs) it's completely 90s schlock but i love it um what else Else. Oh, this is kind of a byproduct from the from the '90s and like turn of the that set the template for all the most of the kids' movie that come out uh, after the 2000s. Spy Kids. Spy Kids. All the time in the world. No, fuck that. <laughs> um, I I love this series uh, a, a lot. One through three. And those are the only Spy Kids movies that exist. Um, <laughs> um, I like the first one. I don't hate the second or the third one, but they 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 go off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> really, I would I would have thought that you would like the second one too. Like, does God stay in heaven because he fears what he's created? Dude, I, that fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> I and the I, fact that I mean I the fact that it's Steve Buscemi saying the line yeah, as well. <laughs> I adore uh Robert Rodriguez and especially in the way that like I don't know, just I love the way his films don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like they just do shit. And the same thing with Spy Kids, like they would just do shit, man. Especially for kids' films. But I think the first one is easily the best. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, like walking thumbs. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Thumb thumbs. But like, we didn't care. We were just like, okay, this is how the world worked and everything like that. Yeah. 
and like the the gadgets are so freaking like mcdonald's happy meal toys oh yeah but you love it all the same and you want one um i still remember just like freaking i i I guess i could talk about like the other ones as well because they were like they were floating around when you know at the same time that i was growing my love for the spy kids universe um machete elastic wonder and all that stuff i i I loved it it was a good shit good shit i loved like the the color grading was like i don't know what was what was going on but it was like it was really orangey (laughs) um so uh machete is part of the film is part of the spy kids universe right right Okay. I always wanted the mom's keyboard with like. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's just so much cool shit. Like I love, um, I think I like Spy Kids the first one because it sticks most with the spy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like by the third one, it's not spy shit. It's like video <laughs> game. It's a weird video game. And shit. Uh, it's like <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone was. <laughs> oh yeah, villain. that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, just doing weird shit. But like the first one, like the story of how the parents got married, um, just how over the top and dramatic <laughs> it is, and the music. All the music uh, is, <laughs> it's awesome. So good. Yeah, uh, and the fact that it's like Robert Rodriguez composing the music to the movies as well. Like I. It, isn't he like the hat of all, you know, jack of all trades kind of filmmaker where he wears multiple hats during production and and does that? Uh, I think that is like even like when Shark Boy and Lava Girl, just like how unabashedly that's where he just maybe that was his cocaine arrow because that's when he just lost me. Where I'm just like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? I I uh, it got weird. He got really weird with it for a second. I like that kind of <laughs> weird though. <laughs> it, I I'm the one that likes weird shit. That was too weird for it you. Hit, I hit my limit. I hit my limit. <laughs> like freaking George Lopez in a freaking floating <laughs> with Mister Electric. Like what the shit is this? I don't know, but it's just it's happening. It, but it's funny because his films look so unbelievably like cheap uh-huh but they also are like obviously expensive yeah and it's just it's hilarious it's cheaply oh, expensive like the thumb thumbs like you know that the budget was probably like eh, we can't do these thumbs well i was talking about shockboard and lava girl lava. it was actually pretty blah blah girl um lava girl it was pretty good with um the first spy kids but then it like got a little bit more ambitious and by the time you're at you know spy kids 3d game over and the entire time it's just like a inside I remember how huge it was that it was in 3d and yeah was freaking out and then i can't watch movies in 3d so i was like i don't know what's happening <laughs> Um, also, like, how big the cast is. I mean, you have, like, Alan Cummings, you have Ricard, uh, Ricardo Montalban, you know, and you have, uh, you have Antonio Banderas. You have, like, these ginormous names, you know, and they're packed in this kid's film. Uh, and uh, it's honestly impressive how, like, it, like those two synonymously worked, like, Antonio Banderas in, like, a kid's action film. Uh, and, it, and, it, and that shit was fucking creepy, too. 
Uh, the um the the things that they would turn the agents into. Oh yeah. Of I forgot what they were called. The floops. Fuglies. Uh. <laughs> Fuglies. <laughs> um. No, I forgot. They, we- they would throw weird words out there. And then, like, they would talk backwards. Yeah, and they would, like... Because they, like, reversed it, and they're like, everyone's a bad man, help us, save us. Yeah, I remember that shit. Man, I was like, holy crap, this is dark. Um, it, it It's honestly good. I like the, the chemistry between... Uh, Daryl Tony so- Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub, yeah, he's in it. Um, his, the chemistry between uh, Alexa Vega and uh, Daryl Severa, I think, it, or uh, should I say Mr. Uh, Megan Trainer? <laughs> um, Mr. He like the chemistry between them two. I think is like the the key essential part because I, I I like the those characters uh, too. Also, like the world, the world is just downright bonkers, but it's it, it's badass at the same time. I uh, yeah. Also, I wanted to to have the the those little like like I don't know packets that you just throw on into the microwave and out pops <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> like oh my that, God, that was I so cool. I saw somebody on TikTok recreating that. It was funny. <laughs> that shit's so great. It's it's fucking bananas. It, it it's no way possible with our technology of these days. But you know, it it just like it's freaking cool. You can imagine having freaking packets that just pop up mcdonald's uh, <laughs> that'd be amazing uh it, there's like so many different gadgets oh i wanted uh i wanted uh the freaking uh mouse thing that he had in uh, oh, the second one in, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ralph yeah, ralph that was, that was his yeah. name um that was cool. it, it, it was just so cool uh steve buscemi like it, the list goes on the first three Spy Kids, like that was like my my shit growing up. I I loved it. The music, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about? There's Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. It it's good shit. Oh, okay, okay. The year this Inspector Gadget came out, McDonald's had the thing where you get a toy, right? And each toy was a piece of Inspector Gadget. So, like, you'd have the leg, like, left right leg, the right leg, the body, the two arms, and the head, right? And if you collect them all, you create a big-ass Inspector Gadget with, like, each thing, one doing one. Guess who went to every McDonald's in the world (laughs) to, to make the Inspector Gadget? One Mr. Peter <laughs> Martinez. This guy. And looking back, those toys were kind of fucking dangerous. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, you could, like, I don't know if it was the body, but something you would, like, do, and, like, sparks would fly inside of it. Like, and, like, that was the whole point. And I'm thinking, like, fuck, I don't think that would fly today. <laughs> Wasn't the body, like, the car or something like that? No. Oh, God. You know what? I'm going to look up the, the pictures. Cause, go ahead because i don't remember the the marketing for the first movie um but i do remember the marketing for the second one though uh-huh. <laughs> the second one doesn't Same. exist um 
<laughs> I hated that they uh, changed the actor. Oh, from Matthew Broderick? I was so mad. Because it, yeah. it turned into a uh, straight-to-VHS um, movie. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I remember I really liked the first one a lot. We, me and David would watch it all the time. But that one, I think we would rent it from Video 2000. Um... Yeah. Oh, I bought cool. that shit as soon as <laughs> as soon as it came out. I was like, "Yeah, this is my shit." Um, <laughs> and I watched them too. Like the this Inspector Gadget again. It's like freaking weird, weird ass shit that I was like, that 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 floated my boat. It was just a. First of all, I liked Claw, the freaking hand that he had fucking impressive that impressed me a lot as a kid uh, just like the just the simple prosthetic of his claw just like i was like holy shit that is, shit is cool if i i was even like if i ever lose a hand i want this technology <laughs> um i like it, it like it's so cool like he had all that shit in his body and all that stuff and just like him this is like a lot of people are like oh robo i'm sending the photos to you guys okay i saw it <laughs> And it was like a RoboCop and all that stuff. Like, no, this is my RoboCop. Yeah. You would pump the head down in the body and, like, sparks and shit would fly on the inside. Oh, God. The the the, the dismembered body picture you sent is fucking terrifying. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, Peter. Maybe. Just maybe. Uh, But it's on, like, I don't know, like... It's it's just a bunch of cool shit, like a bunch of cool shit, like a like a half robot freaking detective and and a freaking guy with the claw hand and all that stuff, which is it, 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 like that that shit was cool to me. I don't know, it, it's hard to describe. It, it's just uh, cool shit. The film was, looking back, the film was weirdly more sexual. Yeah, like he freaking. Then I remember he cat called the uh, uh, Carrie Fisher's sister in the movie. Some weird shit going on with there, um, but yeah, just the idea of like go go gadget, jet skis, and then shit pops out. Or I remember oil slick, and it, yeah, go, go, and gadget, it was just toothpaste. Um, uh, the chopper, the go go gadget chopper, that that shit was awesome and i was just like oh my god it's like it's like a kid watching power rangers like there is no substance in power rangers other than they accept you know on the occasional message the cool shit that came with it yeah but honestly for like the kids it's just the cool shit that came with it and that's what inspector gadget was to me like he's just like this cool thing that with everything you know at his disposal you know all the tools and resourcefulness and like that was cool to me i i really liked that um uh i also dressed like inspector gadget growing up with the with the with the coat and the hat and everything like that so yeah um i would use like freaking hangers as my <laughs> as my tools as a freaking five-year-old i found where it literally says it flashes and sparks so i'm not crazy okay <laughs> you're not having a uh, Mandela effect at all? No, 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 no. That that's why I was like, was I crazy? Was this something else? I had to make sure. So yeah, that's funny. Um. Okay. So we talked to Inspector Gadget. Uh, there's Raiders, Toy Story, uh, Lion King, and Casino Royale. Okay, these last four are so goddamn obvious. Yeah. Like, 
uh, like I don't even know what to say about these because like I I <laughs> <laughs> Lion King. Lion King. Okay, I love the story. This is what awoken the furry in you. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> um, the Lion King. I it it. I I love the music. I love the ambiance of the film. Um, I. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. <laughs> I'm so lost. Um, but the Lion King, it the story, I, I I think that was the first time I was like, this is a really good story, too. Um, and I, I I mean I've said it enough. If you want more in depth of like how I feel about the Lion King, you could check out on uh, one of our winter once upon a retrospects on the Fantasy Fair. And it, how did it make you feel? Uh, He's talking about the 2019 one, though. Yeah. No. That's the superior one, right? No, I was talking... When we did the Once Upon a Retrospect, we talked about the first line. I'm kidding. I don't even think we did about... We didn't even (laughs) review the new one. one. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's still disgusting. Like, I've never... I, I needed to shower after I watched the remake. Like, that's how, like icky i felt after watching it i've that movie sucks <laughs> no shit <laughs> uh it, it's it's just it's... and yet i'm sure artemis fowl sucks even more uh, uh maybe uh, <laughs> but the lion king is just to me it's it's perfect it's in my it's in my top 10 for a reason i, I love the lion king a lot um Toy Story, same thing. I I absolutely adore Toy Story and everything like that. I love this. Now this I didn't know. Go ahead. I I, <laughs> I I again I love the story. It's a it's a perfect animated movie, and I and I absolutely. <gasps> Holy shit! I didn't put another. Okay. I, I, oh no. Okay. Let's continue Toy Story and then. Okay, so Toy Story. I I love the story. I love the dynamic. I love. Tom Hanks's uh, performance as Woody. I love, I love Woody. I love Buzz. I relate to Buzz so much. He's a dunderhead, um, <laughs> and uh, and Buzz is like, I, I, he's, he, he's at times clueless about what's going on, and but yeah, he's like sincere about it as well. Um, the jokes just land for me uh even as a kid just like buzz looking alien where and he busts up laughing with like the most like fucked up sarcasm sassiness whatever you want to throw at the window it, it it's just like a brilliant film and i and i i can't praise it's i can't hurl it's it's praises enough you know i i can't I, I can't praise it enough with what it what it's saying and all that stuff. So, so Toy Story, um, another movie I I forgot to put on here um, that I won't go into uh, much because I'm pretty sure I've, uh, Mary Poppins as well. Mary Poppins I I absolutely loved and adored it. It's like I still remember the VHS 
that my dad bought me and I and I worn that VHS to tissue um and it's just like it, it, the music and and everything like that was like it, I I loved it um and now guys for the piece de resistance <laughs> Mr. Bond James Bond cuz wait Indiana Jones oh you okay Raiders of the Lost Ark okay um I, I it, it was such a cool thing just seeing him like swing from a whip and all that stuff when did you first see the film I saw it when I was seven why did you watch it seven I because I remember I was talking to because we were having a conversation because we just saw uh, me and my grandparents we just watched uh, Casino Royale in the movie theaters Um, and I was like and I was like oh this wait you watched that film at seven yeah okay Uh, did I ever tell you guys my experience with Casino Royale yeah I made you watch it on uh, on, no wait no when I was a kid Okay. Er, okay. No. <laughs> a, f- a few years after it came out, my dad rented it uh, from Video 2000. So I woke up early and saw that he'd rented it. So I was like, oh, James Bond. I know what that is. That might be cool. I popped it in, got bored after an hour, and then popped it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just like A New Hope. Yeah, just like A New Hope. It's so weird how, like, <laughs> what you, what youth peter found boring i found really interesting um but yeah we uh, we were talking about uh james bond and all that stuff and uh it, one of my grandma's friends was like you know oh you know he's, he's uh james bond and the word the name indiana jones was brought up into the conversation and then i i was like indiana jones what's that and they're like you never saw indiana jones so my grandmother's friend gave me her box set that she had of the indiana jones movies and and i watched uh i i pretty much binge watched all three of the of the films the eighth the fourth one did it come out yet and i i popped it in and i was like holy shit these are these are great films what the <laughs> what the hell uh i loved you know in temple of doom i loved the whole molaram thing and the way that villain looked so freaking badass with the with the skull uh hat that he was wearing um i loved the i loved indiana jones look like the hat the leather jacket and the whip like come on that's you purchased a whip i i know it was not purchased uh, it was a hand-me-down from my grandfather. Um, he gave you a whip? He gave me a whip, yeah. <laughs> he knows you, right? <laughs> yeah, he knows me. Oh, okay. He's also given... Well, no one's died yet, so... He's I also mean... given me multiple swords. I, I have multiple swords in my possession. <laughs> Why would he do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All sharpened swords, by the way. <laughs> um... <sighs> Uh, oh my god! Okay, okay. Are are you are you uh, are you now seeing and getting more clarity on my upbringing? <laughs> um, well, I'm locking my doors now. <laughs> um, but yeah, his look was freaking cool. The way he ran away from <laughs> Kyle with the sword and the whip. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't forget the guns. <laughs> I don't own a gun. Uh, okay. Why do you own a sword? I mean, <laughs> why did they let swords. you keep it? Who let you keep the damn thing? I don't know. <laughs> I just have it. One's a Pirates of the Caribbean sword. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, the way he ran away from that bowler was freaking cool. Like the the way that he would be like, oh, you know, and he was kind of like two steps ahead of the bad guy. Um, like the, those classic, you know action movie tropes was fascinating to me like that was like my first time like realizing what those were um and i was fascinated with the movies ever since the music i forget it um the last crusade uh was really touching i remember um being uh being moved by that movie as a as a child as well uh and uh, those three movies like they they stuck around with me for a while i just i i love the indiana jones movies unlike some on the panel here <laughs> um but i think that yeah alexis never really liked them i i i don't know it's just like one of those things that i found really cool growing up just like and also like how it's like classically like shot and like composed and everything like that how it's like a throwback to old movies and like this was like i thought that this movie because i saw harrison ford and i knew him as han solo i me being the dumbass kid i was um still am at, in some retrospects um i thought that this movie was actually made in the 40s <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, how did Harrison, Harrison Ford must be, like, really old when he was in Star Wars? You dumb motherfucker. Um, so, I, I guess that could... Uh, uh, Alexis Soto, maybe this uh, could stand, uh, stand how, uh, how uh, Steven Spielberg is as a filmmaker to really capture the essence of what the, what the time period is that he's trying to hearken to. Um, so, maybe there's some brilliance there after all. <laughs> Um, I, I just, I, I love, I, I love the, these movies. I, I love them. I love them a lot. Um, yeah. So guys, are you ready to talk about Casino Royale for the next 30 minutes? <laughs> I'll give it three. Uh, okay. Three hours. Got it. Mm, um, cause seconds. Casino Royale. Oh my God. This, All right, that was great. This, so this was Kyle's <laughs> list. Um, the movie blew me away. I remember just like I that was I stood up and applauded at the end of it. It was so good from beginning to end. Just like the black and white mysteriousness. I was like, ooh, what's this? What's this flavor that I'm getting into? going on and and uh and bond and he's being he's being bond you know gritty and all that stuff and i was like oh shit it's getting real his balls were beaten into i was like holy shit that's a that's a tough man as a seven-year-old you really like that huh i not gonna comment um and then it and then it went on and then he said the words at the end the name was bond james bond and honestly the rest was history I was I was a Bond fan right then and there. <laughs> the 
I've discussed this a couple of times. I remember talking about it on Bond and Beyond with uh, with Peter, and I talked about it with Alexis Soto. But Bond and Beyond uh, with Casino Royale is just uh, I don't know. Like that's like the beginning of like my taste. <laughs> I I 2006 rolled in. I saw the 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 teaser poster. This dark brooding man sitting at a poker table. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck is this de- this guy's deal? Why is he so brooding? Why is he so like moody? What's his problem?" And I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now. I get it." And James Bond is has been has been with me in a in a film franchise favorite of mine ever since and goddamn and you guys know you guys know how i love my bond <laughs> um really 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 i mean i i had no clue i mean yeah i mean you would think a couple of episodes you've never brought it up yeah you know uh you know maybe a uh, 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 peter i think we should start a podcast to talk about james bond <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen enough of them at this point, uh, right? <laughs> uh, James, I, I can't go go watch, listen listen to James Bond and Beyond. Just listen to that podcast. Listen to the Bond episode that we did, British Bonds of something something, whatever Alexis titled it. It is, it is. It's episode 126 or 7. It's called uh, Kyle's Bond with British Who's. Sure. Which is <laughs> pretty, pretty accurate. That, that that episode can explain also a lot of things as well. And like, it, uh, chef's kiss. Top five favorite films of all time right there. I can't. I I I I can't. <laughs> it is 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 good. It's really good. Go see Casino Royale if you haven't. If you were to watch only one James Bond film, Casino Royale should be that one James Bond film. Um, I disagree. It should be Moonraker. Uh, we're gonna get to that episode when we get to it, and we're gonna have some words. <laughs> um, that, that's fine. Uh, I can back up my shit. Uh, but I honestly, I knew what I signed up for when I saw when I was like doing my rewatch to like see what you know what you, the favors would lie within your taste. I was like mm-hmm. Moonraker. This is gonna be Peter shit. Like no, hands <laughs> down. When I when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, Peter's gonna adore this film. Um, God forbid a film be entertaining. My bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's inter- entertaining. That's a that's a that's a way of putting it lightly. Um, I, I, yeah, James Bond. Anything else, guys? From what I've got from your list is that I have a bone to pick with your parents. Okay, because it, it seems it seems as if they uh, they introduced you to all these films. They introduced you to uh, James Bond, Indiana Jones, Pirates. Um, yeah. Why do you have a bone? What, what, what's the what's what's problematic about those? They're they're the reason we have to deal with six thousand two hundred and fifty three impressions. <laughs> 
You're welcome. <laughs> no. No, no, no. And then they're just like, oh, he's got fucking swords in his room? Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Bullwhip? <laughs> give, him a, give him a sword. <laughs> give him two. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I, yeah. I, the, these movies, these were my shit growing up. I, I loved it. Um, that is very clear. Anything else, guys, before I give it away to Alexis Soto? Moreno? No, makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> more than makes sense. It's the fucking blueprint. Um,. One could yeah. say without these uh without these movies and shaping my my uh my taste in movies we would not uh be talking about the about these movies today. Uh that is very true. We we wouldn't that be That is having... very very true. Yeah, so you you should thank these movies. These are these are the movies That's that... another reason to be mad at your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, surely we lions are not all that bad. <laughs> no. No. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> God, please. I'm like Michael Scott. That one from the office. Oh, God, please, no. God, no. 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 <laughs> Uh, Alexis Soto, you have been very quiet throughout this whole entire episode. What's up, my man? It's been very uncharacteristically quiet. Uh, I think you learn more by listening, don't you think? I think we've <laughs> learned uh, learned a lot today. Alexis, what do you think? <laughs> Wait, no, we already asked her. What did, what did you learn? Not actually really nothing. <laughs> more of the same I already knew so yeah that kind of um, yeah okay. I think you've you've killed his spirit and soul yeah so I commend you for that once again you're welcome and I take it away <laughs> um, Alexis Soto take it away Unless you have anything else to to add. Thank you, Kyle, for that okay. list. I think we we had a wonderful conversation, and I'm sure our listeners enjoyed that very much. Um, thank you, Alexis and Peter, uh, for being here and for your commentary. Thank you for the listeners, of course. We have more programming here under the spotlight with The Last Airbender. To the Table also comes back, so that's a plus as a new episode of Fantasy Fair coming at you this week. And a reminder that we are leaving Wooshka on the 28th of June into our permanent home. Well, permanent, fingers crossed. Over uh, at Spotify. feed at CastBox FM. The feeds at Spotify and iTunes, however, have remained unchanged. So if you listen on that, then we're good to go on that. Um... But uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you for listening. Once again, keep it here under the spotlight, and we'll see you next week for the dramatic conclusion of this impression series. Uh, bye bye. Mm-hmm.